Welcome oh, back. Right where you are. Yeah, right. Welcome back to another episode of Long Winnage Bill. Episode 35. So, nice. as always, here with uh, Mike Gilman. Hello. Um, yeah, so uh, today's episode, we're going to uh, cover to, uh, this coming weekend's uh, fight card. Yeah. Off, October 7th, is yeah, it? Yeah, October 7th, uh, UFC 216. There you go. Uh, UFC 216. That's the part I know for sure. <laughs> Thank you, I didn't know that at all. Uh, just got done with a little bit of a run, folks, and we're yeah, a little... A little, little exhausted. <coughs> out of it. You can just listen to... Got a little winded. Where are we? <laughs> Practically at the beginning. <laughs> so, uh, UFC... We didn't even test to see where we were. We're just... Just yeah. jumped in. I love it. So, uh... <laughs> we're doing well, the, UFC, yeah. the UFC... The UFC... 214? 214. That's October 7th. <laughs> that damn space bar. Fucking space bar. So we just, was, just ran, if, if, if this sounds weird, folks, it's because we just randomly hit the old space bar, and uh, we've been talking for a few minutes, <laughs> and yeah. uh, just realized it, it didn't get recorded there, but uh, no worries. <laughs> that was my fault, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. I didn't, um, you probably also missed the part about Mike talking about how we just got back from a run, uh, and we're kind of going with that runner's high, so we're a little spacey and just kind of out of it right now. Or they heard um, all that, and it just sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, uh, well, who it was, knows? It was 38 seconds in. That's true. I'm so, curious now. That's, yeah. the, that's the beauty of just not going yeah. back. You're Damn. just like, oh, we're just going to dive in. I love yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So uh, just to go back on the fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just kind of go back on the fight card. Um, main event is uh, uh, <laughs> Kevin Lee, Kevin Lee, Kevin Lee Tony, Tony Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah. Co-main events: Demetrius Johnson against Ray Borg. Ray Borg, yeah. And, and then uh, there's then the uh, Fabrice Verdum. Verdum versus uh, Derek Henry. No, I almost Derek said Derek Henry. I almost right. said Derek Henry. Right. I did say it. Uh, Derek Lewis, and then uh, I thought I only know the main three. There's one more intriguing fight, but uh, that's to be continued. Uh, well, yeah. So in terms of the what we were just talking about with the Derek Lewis and how he was uh, helping out with the whole Texas uh, flooding, so kudos that's right. to him. Yeah, uh, Hurricane Irma, 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 <laughs> uh, Hurricane Irma, which actually technically it is Irma, right? That's how that's how you would pronounce oh, it in Spanish. Yeah. See, at first I was joking at myself, but now I'm like, no way. That was authentic. It was. Er, Erma, Irma. Uh, anyway, so uh, the whole flooding that happened out in Texas, uh, Derek Lewis, he owns a monster truck. So what he was doing is he was driving around the flooded streets in his monster truck and pretty much rescuing people that were stuck in their homes or he was delivering food and water. Mm. Um, and then he was actually uh, passing out um, other, other prepackaged goods to um, anyone that needed it. So good for him. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, but he was talking about retiring. That's another thing. That's the other thing. Yeah, he, he um, just came out of retire, or he in his last fight, like you had mentioned, uh, Mark Mark Hunt had put it on him pretty fucking bad uh, in a in a fight that we I think podcasted about. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure we did. Pretty pretty sure on that one. But uh, put it on him, so he he goes and retires at the end of the fight in his interview, and uh, it was really weird. That he was on that rise and then all of a sudden decides to retire, but here he is, you know, four or five months later, uh, back at it. So I was initially frustrated with him, but then I heard about that, that you know, Good Samaritan stuff, and I. It kind of makes me wonder if he lost anything during that uh, during that flood. I mean, you know, if he's coming out of retirement early, and he was already talking about how he didn't want to uh, do it. Anymore. It could be for. I wonder if he, you know, might like have lost something. Or something. Yeah, maybe. Like that. That's my, that was my first thought. I was, huh. I hope that didn't happen, but it's like, did did you need the money? Like, did something happen? 
I just, it just happens so quickly. And whenever a fighter already questions whether they have one foot in, one foot out, right? It's kind of hard for me to believe that they can get out of that mindset unless they. My they my uh, my take on it is that he just did kind of like a poor poor loser, mm. like so to speak. I don't want to like maybe put it on like I don't know. It's like he's about to he had all these hopes for winning and then that that disappointment and he just. Probably shouldn't have been interviewed in that moment because uh, I'm sure he he kind of want to take that back. That's a good point, man. I mean, you just got your ass beat. You know what I mean? I'm sure yeah, that you're, fucks with your head a little bit. You're exhausted, dude. Like you asked me at the you know end of a time doghouse run if I want to ever fucking run again. Mm. I don't. You know, so it's like uh, you know I I could just see it being like the exhaustion talking and and uh, the embarrassment, the, the embarrassment on that you know he was headlining his first main event that's true all this and that and, and to kind of have all that disappointment wrapped in with the exhaustion and, and the he's about to go on the honeymoon and just wanting to focus on that and just it just kind of felt like a, a, a poor decision in the moment to say mm-hmm. it. but uh, that was my take on it I, never, I didn't really take him serious because he was it's not like he was old or done or anything so mm-hmm. he just kind of he ran into a, a bad matchup and uh, you know he got he fought, Mark Hunt, he fought Mark Hunt. He fought Mark Hunt. Get on for fighting yeah. Mark Hunt. How many people decide to fucking sign that Ugh. sign on that dotted fuck, line man. to fight he scares Mark me. Hunt? Yeah, for sure. in his fucking home country. He scares the fuck out of me, man. Yeah, that, guy, that guy throws bricks and has a chin. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a bad matchup. What, what, what do you think about about Derek Lewis? Well, Mark Hunt's an uh, intriguing matchup for anybody. But what about Derek Lewis? Uh, uh, fucking over Doom? Yeah. Who you, who you got in that uh, one? And, you and know. What, how do you see it going? That's dude. That's a tough one to call. Um, I'm all paranoid. I check the time. Yeah. I'm uh, still rolling. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so I would. My instinct is to go with uh, Fabricio Verdum, ex champion, world class jujitsu, great striking. Uh, you know, he just seems like he's in a good place. His last uh, fight against Alistair Overeem went to a uh, decision loss. I think it was split, and he didn't look bad. It's just. For Doom's that good, you know, it made it like they're both so good that it, they canceled everything out, yeah. and it made it out to be like a really boring technical fight. But I didn't think it was boring at all. The, the Overeem uh, Verdum fight, exactly. Right. Okay. So um, I don't know, man. Like I, I want to say, I want to say Verdum, and I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards Verdum, but then again, I, I kind of I do like uh, I mean Verdum Verdum Verdum's got a chin, like he definitely could take a shot. But when Stipe Miocic put him out. Um, just seeing that, I just, man, like, I just, if Derek Lewis lands one of those bungalows yeah. on fucking Verdum's chin, man, there's a really good chance that Verdum's going to go to sleep. Yeah. And I don't think Ver- you can see this, you can say the same thing about Verdum landing a shot on Derek Lewis. Well, yeah. Der- Derek, Derek Lewis, Lewis was just taking went... bombs from Mark Hunt and... And not he, going I, down. Yeah, he wasn't going down. You know, he got like, I think he, did he, he crack a rib? He kept he grabbing his fought, side. Yeah, right? he got... Fucked. He got, <laughs> yeah. he got hurt. Let's leave it at that. He's got, he got fucked up, man. The referee was just like, no more. Dude, I mean, good on him, though, dude. He was taking shots, and he was standing in there and exhausted. And he, I mean, true, the thing is, is he's not going to quit. Like, Definitely uh, not going to quit. Yeah, so I personally see... Uh, I mean, yeah, like on paper, you're like, okay, well, the advantage... Uh, God, I, can't, I keep wanting to call him over him, but for Doom... Uh, I want to say Verdum, like the experience goes there, and I think he has more ways—not necessarily more ways, just maybe you know a couple different ways, either by decision, outstriking him, uh, mm-hmm. using his experience in the ring, and 
keeping his distance and just landing at, at, at a distance, not striking the guy. Yeah, sure. I could see that happening and avoiding those bombs. Um, I could also see a take, you know, some sort of submission, uh, some sort of takedown with ground and pound or, or some sort of submission happening mm-hmm. there uh, from his end. But like you were saying with Derek Lewis, man, I, I, if he lands that fucking haymaker on him, I, I think Verdum goes night night. I, I agree, man. But it's yeah, it's just I don't know. It's a tough one to call. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, my official pick is Verdum. I think there are more outcomes where he wins the fight than Derek Lewis. But I and also Derek Lewis's whole one foot in, one foot out thing. That's another. That's another reason why I'm also picking Verdum. I think that's um. A bad matchup, even though you're saying that you think it was more of like a sore loser kind of a right. thing. I, I can see that too. I, I think that that what you're talking about, I think that's gonna uh, play show its head in in the later rounds. Uh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? How bad does he really want to be How, there? Exactly. Yeah, and if okay. he doesn't get that early knockout and he gets to that exhaustion, does he have that level of not quit like we're talking about? Like, oh, he's not gonna quit on the fight. But mm-hmm. maybe in this scenario where he's or he maybe trying to take a payday or. Whatever it is, uh, I think in the later rounds that could show its head. Uh, That's a good point. But I think in the first round we're still going to get that dangerous, uh, you know, potential knockout from Derek Lewis, uh, and that's. I think his like we're both agreeing that that's his best avenue to success is via knockout, mm-hmm. uh, most likely earlier when he's fresh. That's so, the point. Uh, he can do it too. Yeah, so I, I see it going one of two. Like it's either Lewis by knockout early or. Uh, Verdum submission or some shit by yeah either a later submission or TKO yeah. or you know or or decision of I some gotcha. sort because it's only going th- actually it's a three round fight so mm-hmm. if there's a there's a uh, a chance that that goes to decision that's a good point I can see that so do you uh okay so you, are you picking Verdum I actually am gonna go with the fucking hate because I think he's athletic enough I'm gonna go with uh, with Derek Lewis fuck yeah dude. I'm going I'm that's my upset I like I it think he's gonna, upset of the night I think he's gonna fucking rock him the black beast is gonna come out again yeah he's gonna rub his belly that's right <laughs> get on mate and call that's a different person yeah, whatever right. but same thing <laughs> same thing it drives that point all the way through mm-hmm. uh, okay let's say hypothetically speaking um, Verdum wins goes off to fight um Stipe. Do you think Verdum can ever beat Stipe? Do you think no. he has that now, right? No. I, and that's why I think that narrative in the heavyweight division is almost done. Like, mm. Stipe's kind of like, for lack of a better word, the Demetrius Johnson now of that division where it's like, all right, the top guys have kind of tried and there's nothing for him. He is fighting Cain Velasquez next. Is he? Yeah. But, uh, I think they're fighting I mean, in November. I, I feel like, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, that Kane and uh, JDS... Uh, They've seen their better days. Like, well, yeah, and they, they almost beat the best out of each other. Like, like those fights were so fucking violent and just, just, ugh, that it was like, I don't know if they ever were the same fighters after that. I can definitely see that, man. What a historic fucking fight those, those fucking, were. Those might be the best... That might be like the best heavyweight. Like when I think of the heavyweight division and its like glory, I think of like those fights. That rivalry is mm-hmm. is Cain Velasquez and, and JDS, and like that's that's to me like the pinnacle of what the heavyweight was. I mean now Stipe is now kind of like taking the reins, and now there's nothing for him. You know he's, he's knocking out these guys, but it's like uh, if there's no if there's nothing for him, then there's no there's no drama, there's no rivalry. So there's nothing there's nothing really for it. Mm-hmm. Um, as of yet so if, if if what's his name if god I cannot every time I go to his name I think of Overeem uh, if Verdum wins and we see him get a rematch 
I'm just kind of like I'm kind of over these rematches, like you know what I'm saying. Like I I'm not as and I don't know if everybody else is like as big on rematches. It's like all right, well you you lost. It's yeah. just you know turn the page a little bit. Most I don't know. I don't know. I, I get it, but it's just I kind of want to see something new and something up and coming. It's a, especially being like Verdum, kind of being like a over he's elderly, yeah. you know. So. He kind of had his chance with the title, lost it. Now it's, you know, I don't know, kind of over it. <laughs> I got you. Well, dude, I mean, no matter what, whoever he fights, I mean, even if um, even if Steve uh, Stipe Miocic ends up fighting Derek Lewis, that'd be a crazy fight. Yeah. Um, uh, he's got Cain Velasquez coming up, uh, he, pretty damn soon. But he also got that dark horse, and I don't, I mean, no pun intended. In the oh, division, I was just gonna talk about Francis this guy. Carmouche, whatever the fuck well, his name who's is. Who's he? He's fighting a. Uh, he's fighting. Um, I've been trying to think of who that guy's fighting because he's supposed to be the I fucking new guy. I think he's actually fighting Alistair Overeem. He is. He's fighting Overeem. Yeah. That's right. So that's that guy, dude. He's gonna. And then the winner of that, I think, could get the title shot. Well, if it's the guy, I can't think of his, what the guy's name is. Francis. Francis. Okay. I think it's Francis Carmouche or something. Carmouche. I don't, uh, I don't know. I know Francis for sure, though. Yeah. I'll look it up. Uh, but that guy, uh, who's just been. Just knocking people's heads off. If he destroys, He's so scary, dude. He fights like fucking Rumble Johnson does, uh, which is gonna be. I need to talk about him here in a second. But uh, if that guy goes out and just knocks Overeem's head off, which is a, a possibility, uh, then he gets a title shot. That's a fight that I pay to watch. Mm. I could definitely see too. Ah, That's. That's what I want, and I think that's what the UFC wants. Because <laughs> I, I mean, that. other than that, uh, the only the only other up and coming heavyweights would be, I, I'd say Daniel Cormier coming out of light heavyweight, uh, coming up to heavy, or uh, now the rumors are that that Rumble Johnson is uh, talking about making his return to heavyweight a, as a heavyweight. Yeah, and I think he knocks the block, knocks a lot of those heavyweights out, and I I would love to see Rumble Johnson versus uh, Stipe. That'd be a good fight. I'd like to see Rumble take, you know, one setup fight at that weight to get him kind of acclimated to fighting at that weight. Uh, even I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, Francis Ganu. Francis Ganu. Ganu. I don't. The Ganu. I don't know. N G A N N O U. And you can go ahead and sound it out for yourselves, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to talk shit to us for not being able for, to pronounce it on the comments, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's so ignorant. Excuse us for not having that French tongue. They're like, that's not bad. They're like, it's not French. <laughs> Fuck! God damn it, we're Hold on. ignorant. No, yeah, he's it's French. French? Oh, he's perfect. French. Dude, you nailed it. His residence is Paris, France. France. I can say that with the French accent. Oh, perfect. Right? Thank In you, perfect sir. French. Thank you. Um, but we. <laughs> we, we. Uh, yeah, so uh, final pick, I guess, for the, the Verdun. Uh, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Lewis. Lewis. For sure. I'm going Lewis in the first knockout. Damn. All right. Yeah, I'm just going bold. I'm going bold today. I like it. Got that runner's high. <laughs> yeah, do so do I. So I'm gonna go with Verdun, uh third round submission. I'm calling a Kimura. Kimura. Yeah, Kimura. I like it. See, see how that goes. I want to change my pick. <laughs> Just kid. So, uh, moving on to Demetrius Johnson, Ray Borg. I, I feel like I don't want to talk about this fight. Why? Because I, I'm Demetrius Johnson just pisses me off with with who he's fighting. Oh, I see. What, what, what we should be talking about is uh, is him fighting um, 
the fucking blonde haired kid that names are eluding me right now, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. But the uh, the guy that TJ Dillashaw. Oh, you're talking about that fight. I got you. He should be fucking. He should have done the done the thing for the fans. Made this fight what it actually could be. When you're going after a, a legend like Anderson Silva's record mm-hmm. title defense, the biggest thing is like not being a draw for the audience. And then you got a, an actual name. Uh, to come down and challenge you for this yeah. epic thing, and you don't meet the, you don't answer the bell. What the point. fuck? That's a good point, dude. You're like the the you're the man of the division, dude. Mm-hmm. And you just to me punked out. Like some a bigger dude came down and was like, "All right, let's do this." And you were like, "No, I'm gonna fight this guy, this this other yeah. guy, Ray Borg, that's up and coming." I definitely hear you, man. Uh, my my only my only criticism on that to play devil's advocate is, um, which I kind of also agreed with, I guess you can say. Uh, Demetrius Johnson's response to that was, uh, he he wasn't sure if Dillashaw was worthy of a title shot, but the one deciding factor that made it official for him to say no was that he wasn't sure if TJ Dillashaw could even make the weight at 125 because he's much he's a much bigger guy. So his thing was, I don't want to risk my historic moment, something that I'm gonna break history. You know, 11 title defenses. Um, and devote that much time to preparing myself to make that that outcome a reality, and you not make the weight. Me, uh, me not to feel a hundred percent sure that you can actually make the weight. Which I was like, we're, that's, ta- we're talking about a professional. As, as TJ yeah. Dillashaw ever missed weight at one thirty five? At one thirty five, that's ten more pounds. That's true. That's, a that's lot. true. But professional, these professional fighters have fluctuated sure. weight before. Sure. You know? I mean, I, I, I definitely, I, I could see TJ Dillashaw's. Um, uh, I can see that he can definitely attempt or get close to, but if you're asking me if I think he would hit that marker 100%, I can't say that I, I, I believe that. I uh, think that I, might be too much weight, especially with these fighters like a Khabib or um, who else missed weight that almost fucking died. Somebody just recently got really sick from cutting weight and they couldn't do it. I mean, it'll, that's it'll a, come to me. But anyways, dude, it's just crazy, man. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I, I see TJ... Uh, Dillashaw, I mean, I'm sorry, I see Demetrius Johnson's point. I, I do agree with him. But would I have liked to have seen that? Fuck yeah, that would have been great. That would have oh, been awesome. That been see, really because cool. now now the narrative is... He's he also talking about moving up to 135 as well, so what he's saying. Well, that part would be cool. But I mean, now the narrative is Demetrius Johnson wouldn't take the fight. Not TJ Dillashaw couldn't make the weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if TJ Dillashaw ruins... Like, all that pressure is on TJ Dillashaw to make the weight, not on Demetrius Johnson, like, yeah. to be worried about it. So it's like... I don't know, man. Like, to me, it's just like... You didn't want to... He didn't want to take the fight, and he's blaming the other guy. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, my bitterness, and the fact that he... That we don't get to see the fight as a fan. Yeah. I think we will. But, I, I want to say he's going to move up. I just don't like that he gets to break Anderson Silva's record with like no real challenge like that. Like you know, he's yeah. he's doing it against this guy that we've never even seen fight before, and it's yeah. like, how many of these title defenses have been against guys like that that are making their practically their debut? Against? Anderson Silva has a few of those, man. He's got a That's couple fair. of those on, on his That's record. Fair. Uh, like I'm just to name one or two. Um, Talos Latis was one. Everyone always talks it's, about Patrick Cote, but I was just like, oh, Cote is an established. That's a name. That's an he, established. His, he wasn't like a dominant champion, though. He wasn't like a like a guy that stood. I'm sorry, not a champion. A dominant fighter that like his his fights leading up to it. He finished a couple opponents, but 
it wasn't anything where you you would think to yourself that guy's a fucking monster. Like everybody picked Anderson Silva, kind of like how everybody's picking Demetrius Johnson against Ray Borg. But Ray Borg has some wins too. You know, he's got some yeah. solid wins. But just I saw based like off a those flying wins knee that he did, but yeah. it's just like it's it's just based off of that though. Would you say that? Holy shit, no. Demetrius Johnson's fighting a monster. No. You would probably have the same opinion about Patrick Cote with his fights leading up to his title um, shot against Anderson Silva. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Um, so there was no I mean? like... There was no like, oh my uh, god, this guy's a, a monster. a challenger. Talis Latis too. He was mainly a jiu-jitsu guy. So everyone thought to themselves, well, as long as Anderson Silva keeps it standing, it should be a fucking easy fight. So this this kind of... And, and Damian Maia. That was I, another one. I'm wondering in my head now, it's like, are these guys so good that it makes their fights not like it makes these other guys like if if Cote was fighting yeah. somebody like whoever like, like pick, pick yeah like pick your poison yeah somebody that's not fine. Anderson Silva in his prime Patrick would take a hundred percent kick my ass right now nah so. dude fuck that <laughs> fuck you Cote bro I bring mean, it <laughs> here's the thing man I mean if Patrick Cote and I got down ass. right now like I don't think he'd kick my ass but you know he he would win but I would keep him busy you know what I mean like like Brian Callen yeah Brian Callen dude I was just gonna say that I could definitely keep him busy like I'm gonna he's gonna 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 be busy he's gonna be working he's gonna be working it's not gonna be an easy fight I'll tell you this (laughs) he's gonna gonna be busy (laughs) I just watched that scene so fucking funny dude why'd you put the underhooks on me bro (laughs) why'd you pull out my bunny hair (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so funny oh that was yeah Um, yeah so but uh, how do you? I'm sorry, Patrick I lost where we were. Demetrius yeah. Johnson, Ray Borg. So, who you got? Man, <laughs> I'm. I got that. I'm still mad that he didn't take the fucking fight against the name. This this could be an actual thing. Like, can you imagine if we were be. talking about TJ like an ex like champion, a legit champ against Demetrius Johnson for this? Like a real yeah. contender, somebody with real technical striking skills. That ah, oh, dude, I just am so disappointed. My disappointment in that we're not talking about that is like overshadowing this Ray Borg fight, and I'm almost like on Team Dana White on this one, where it's just like I'm fucking pissed at him, dude. Like yeah. you have this opportunity to help this division out, and you, you, I get the argument and everything, but it, that's what it is. It's an argument. It's I don't think it's a reason. I hear what you're saying. It's, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I I'm just I I re I think. I think that Demetrius Johnson's had his sights on this record for so long, and then he saw an actual challenge to that, and like, oh shit, like this guy might actually beat me, and he's hiding behind that weight thing. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Well, that's my. Opinion I think on eventually it. we'll end up seeing so, <laughs> DJ versus TJ. Yeah, that's well, not, yeah. I was fucking this up for a second. Yeah. Uh, uh, my official pick though is Demetrius Johnson. Oh, okay. Just to be, I like Ray Borg. I just think he's got. Do you think he's gonna do it? No, no. I like him as a challenger. The look on Derek's face just now at me was like, "No, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not taking. I'm not drinking that Kool Aid. Definitely not. Um, I uh, don't think Ray Borg has what it takes to beat him now. But I mean, a few years. Ray Borg's only 26 or something like that, so he's still really young. He's still young, yeah. But we'll I, see. It's almost like a measuring stick mm-hmm. now that these these fighters get like. Oh yeah, fighting sure. Demetrius Johnson. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, let me see what I need to. I think Demetrius Johnson. We're going to see the best Demetrius Johnson. I really do. He's going to go out there. And he's just going to outperform this kid. You know, like, but Ray Borg seems like the kind of guy that will hang in there for a while. Maybe even go all five rounds. Um, he's coming out of a good camp. You know, he's got. He doesn't have. He doesn't seem like he's the kind of guy that will quit. Yeah. Like you would actually have to beat him as yeah. opposed to just putting him in a bad spot long enough to where he gives up. Yeah. But I just see Demetrius Johnson doing everything right. Just doing everything right, and then I sink in a submission late in the fight. I see like another rear naked choke. 
It's kind of what I see. Can I? Uh, how do you beat Demetrius Johnson? Do, I mean Dominic Cruz? And today, today's Demetrius Johnson because that was young Demetrius. Yeah. Uh, my personal opinion is you kind of have to um, you kind of have to slow him down, like you know, like because he's just so fast and he operates on his own tempo and that tempo is isn't like the fastest out there, but it's it's the most active. So you almost get you almost get lulled a little bit, like he kind of lulls you into this false sense of security, and then he just cracks you out, and then you can't really get a hold of him. So I think if you slow him down by adding more pressure to him, ma- making it a little bit more of like a closer combat fight, and not let him get around and catch his breath, like stay, he's re- he has really good footwork. Yeah, um, he has really good footwork. So I, I would say um, if there's anything that we can that anybody can do to beat this guy, is to um, close a gap and then turn it into a fight where, because um, you're going to get hit. So turn it into a fight where you're smothering him a little bit and you get him to work a little bit more than what he's used to. But at the same time, get more, um, like constantly have, like, if I fight him in the clinch would be a good way to fight like, him. Kind of like a grind Yeah, out, like a grind like a it out because you kind of have to slow him down in order for you to land your damaging shots. So you might not take him down the first or two rounds as far as like hurt him enough to where you can actually apply more damage, but I think you'll slow him down enough toward the third, fourth, and the fifth round. You'll start seeing your kicks and your punches land, and actually that's when you start seeing him get like take shots because he doesn't have that same same pep in his step. You know, sure. I, that's what I think. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Kind of like uh, Eddie Alvarez versus uh, Anthony Pettis, the way he kind of like yeah, kind of like that. You know, so like in the later rounds, you don't have to worry about. Demetrius Johnson out striking you because yeah. he's that much faster. You know, you just kind of have to worry about like, okay, I'm just gonna move around. I'm gonna keep him busy. Okay. Like Brian Callen, I'm gonna keep him busy. He's gonna be busy. I'm, just, I'm gonna keep him busy. He's gonna be busy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there was a lot of tension guy. in that podcast between those guys. In turn, like I felt like they're poking fun at each there other. There's a lot of poking fun. A lot of like, you couldn't jujitsu with me, bro. I'd totally fuck you up. <laughs> he's probably tired of Brian Callen's bullshit. Yeah. I fucking love him though. He's so funny. Dude, I don't know. Um, we're talking about the Fighter and the Kid podcast, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're interested. Yeah, it's a with, damn good podcast. With Chris, uh, this one was with Chris. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm, your official pick then would be. Demetrius Johnson, D- late Demetrius submission. Johnson. Uh, I'd say fourth round, rear naked choke kind of a thing. Do you think people cheer? I think people cheer, and I think people, after this fight, I believe. Demetrius Johnson will go down not only as like the greatest ever, but I think people will actually join the the, the train because like people love a good fucking you know like a good oh, champion historic moment. You're like no, the first eleven were not on board, but twelve. Yeah, we're in. No, yeah, well it'll be <laughs> technically his eleventh, his eleventh oh, title defense. So I mean, no, yeah, I just I think I think the size issue is a little bit something that people always yeah. I do I do I think people like. I think the ma- I think the masses are um, are into a, they like the idea of like a Brock Lesnar you know like a monster yeah. of a guy that's why he goes out there and fucking kills everybody because they they can't relate to them relate to him in the sense of he's such a fucking scary guy like I'm not a scary guy sure. but when they see Demetrius Johnson you know they see this five foot two five foot three guy. You know, fast kicking everyone's ass. You're just kind of like, I think I can. I probably think I could take him. Yeah, dude, he he scares me more than he, most of yeah, these, some of these bigger sure. fighters. Yeah, for sure. But you're you're an educated person. Like you understand that this guy's skill set is so dude. past the average professional he would, fighter. He'd beat me up like the Rock on the it's, Rundown, it's dude. Scary, it would be but fucking... yeah, I just think mm-hmm. the masses, like the people that just tune in just to see a fight, 
as opposed to you and I that are actual fans of the sport, um, I kind of see the whole the whole mindset of, oh, he's not as entertaining because they're like little people. You know what I mean? Like they're smaller. And well, it's like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but that's the most technical fight you'll probably that's ever fastest, see. Fastest, most technical. Yeah. Like, like, yeah you want to see a perfect display of mixed martial arts? You watch DJ fight. Yeah. You know? it's, it's just that's the exciting part. I I don't, I don't know. know, man. It's crazy. Although I will say that like the. Biggest, yeah, what's your take on the that? biggest yeah. fighter? I don't think it's the size thing so much, uh, perspective wise, because like I, I'm a taller individual, and I, I look at say Conor McGregor is my fucking hero, and he when he be, he be, was becoming my hero, he was at 145, you know 20, you know it's not TJ Dilly, the the other the 135 pound division gets much more respect too with with Dominic Cruz and uh, maybe not maybe not as much but I, I just still think that that there, that's been a successful division Uriah Faber had plenty of success in that division in terms of uh, being a draw yeah. uh, so I don't necessarily think it's the size because I mean maybe it, it is 10 pounds smaller but I think that there's still a draw for that if you find the right character and I just think that DJ as fucking awesome as he is in the ring to watch as a fighter uh just like everything else is just so like nice and just like yeah. i don't know like people don't like the nice guy people don't like the fucking good neighbor that can kick your ass i guess i don't know yeah, they, they want the the, they want the asshole they want the the obnoxious fucking i'm gonna fucking you know even me i like i want the guy that's fucking telling the guy you're, you're gonna get your fucking ass kicked and then then doing it <laughs> you know like yeah it also might it also might be a combination of the two, man. Like uh, DJ's a, a small, uh, you know, smaller, really nice guy. Smaller, <laughs> really nice, well spoken. That They're can just, just like, fucking... it's not entertaining to me. Well, yeah, it he's not. A, he's not a fighter. That's not right. Yeah, no, just... I, I heard him talk. He's not yeah. a fighter. <laughs> His nickname is Mighty Mouse. It's Mighty Mouse. He's cute. He's right. Adorable. <laughs> fuck me up, but he's adorable. He fuck me up. That guy's scary. He's he scares me. Size. Yeah, he scares me. You know, because I know he's faster and he's that like probably more athletic, and that's the thing that scares me. Like usually, my ace in the hole is being more athletic than the person I'm fighting, and that'll be my saving grace, like my reaction times and whatnot. That guy's fucking fast twitch has got to be on a fucking other level. And smaller guys, smaller opponents in general, I think always have worried me more. Like bigger guys, I'm just mm -hmm. like. I'm gonna see that ogre swinging that right hook fucking from a mile away and just fucking counter the shit out of it. Yeah, but. I don't know, small guys scare me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little ones. Um, so your pick, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to segue to that. I'm just going to lie. So your pick, so pick is DJ. DJ. Okay, yeah. cool. That's it. No, well, he scares me too, man. So I definitely agree with you on that. 100%. Uh, fucking little DJ, so quick. Cracks you. you discourages you because you're like, I'm getting my ass kicked by this guy. That's the other thing. It's like, it's just, you know, <laughs> there's still that, that schoolyard, you know, people are watching. You're like, ah, oh, I, you know, I don't, for whatever it is, it's like, yeah, but he's, even being the UFC champion, like, I would still feel this obligation to be like, be able to beat him, you know, and yeah. it's just, it's fucking crazy how, how men minds work, you know, how like the bravado and the ego comes forward and everything. Oh, for sure. Oh man, it's a trip. For sure. That was a trip. That's hysterical, man. So, main event? Should we cover the main event? What do you main, think? Yeah. Dude, that's the, the fucking main event. <laughs> it's the fucking fight, dude. The one I'm most excited fucking about. Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson. I am so excited for this fight. Dude, me too, man. I am stoked. I'm actually, I'm seriously considering getting that night off. Are you? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. But I'm supposed to be off next week. 
Oh, for the, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I'm like, do I want to sacrifice two Saturdays in a row? Like, I can make some pretty good cash. Right. But I can also run Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the main event really quick. It's an option. Uh, there you go. Options. So, you want to take her away? I always want to take her away. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson, uh, by pretty much got uh, made happen uh, after Kevin Lee's impressive performance against uh, then, I believe, six-ranked Michael... Kaseya, if I'm saying his name right, choked him out, uh, and then Tony Ferguson uh, pretty much picked a fight with this kid uh, in his press conference. Uh, his question to after he beats the guy, he go, or after Kevin Lee wins his match, he goes, "Kevin, what I really wanted to know is how it felt to be slammed down on the ground by <laughs> you know what I mean." And it was just like these backhanded questions and insults, and like really not professional journalism. And uh, they had a little war of words, and from then on, you kind of knew that this fight was going to happen. So here we are, fight's going to happen. Uh, a little nugget on that, too. Uh, Tony Ferguson was supposed to be fighting Khabib. Khabib couldn't make weight, like Derek had mentioned earlier. Uh, then Khabib was then offered this fight again on October 7th, and Khabib said, Nope, I can't, I need more time. So there's that backstory. So then they said, Fuck you, we're moving on, we're, we're doing that what the fans want to see and we're doing that Kevin Lee fight. Mm-hmm. So they're going to fight for the interim belt uh, at 155, which the I think the biggest storyline here is that that's the interim belt is Conor McGregor's 155 belt. That's true. So the winner of this fight conceivably uh, holds that lottery ticket to, to that payday Connor, yeah. to, for that red panty night and fighting Conor McGregor. That's so, going to be fuck. That'll be crazy. Either one of those fights, I would make sure that I'm off and oh. I'm watching it and nothing's bothering me during that 28-minute spectacle. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, here's here's the thing on that. So, Conor McGregor, I don't know if he fights Tony Ferguson just because I, I heard that that fight got offered to him before and he didn't take it. Uh, really? That's what I've heard. I heard, uh, I don't know if that's just Kevin Lee trying to spice up the pot to get the Conor McGregor fight, but in uh, an interview earlier today, or not earlier today, but on the Big Brown Breakdown, Kevin Lee uh, said to Brandon Schaub that uh, Conor McGregor was offered Tony Ferguson and didn't take it. So I'm kind of in agreement that if Tony wins the fight, Conor doesn't take that, he probably fights Nate. Or he waits to see the winner of GSP, Bisbing, and if GSP wins, then he tries to fight GSP. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that if Kevin Lee wins, now we've got something. Now we've got a fucking pay-per-view phenomenon of two shit talkers in the fucking same sport. You know what I mean? Two up-and-comer. Kevin Lee's a smooth, shit-talking, fucking well-rounded he's, fighter. He's got he's got some game when it comes to shit-talking. She does, man. And, and he's yeah. he's not backing down. He's from, uh, from Michigan, I, I mm-hmm. found out today. And... Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, you saw in the press conference, Kaseya, uh, or for his last fight, Kaseya came cross or came crashing across the podium. He came right over and fucking punched him. Yeah, he doesn't give a he shit. He doesn't give a fuck, dude. And it was like, that's, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, I he also seems to get the game the same way that Connor understood the game at, at a young age and uh, even before he became a champion. I feel like this guy Kevin Lee sees how all this shit works and is like he he's almost pulling his own like i don't know he there seems to be a like an understanding of every aspect of this game uh to being a superstar and Mm -hmm. uh and and that's i think the ufc wants that fight to happen i think the ufc wants kevin lee to win this fight so 
I dude, here's the thing, man. Uh, just out of a pure fan side, I would love to see Ferguson against Conor McGregor because oh, yeah. I think that's a fight that not only would it truly test Conor, but I'd like to see if Conor can actually. In my opinion, Tony Ferguson is the uncrowned king of the 155 pound division. He has the longest active the winning longest streak in history in, in US in 155 pound division yeah, of the division. UFC. Yeah, in the history of it, and he's fought everybody. He yeah. beat the last champion, um, Rafael dos Anjos. You know, yeah. he almost fought Khabib twice, and Khabib both times couldn't got hurt and then couldn't make the weight. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. I know they didn't fight, so technically he didn't win. But Tony showed up both times. Khabib couldn't, and I, I that's if it were one time, like if he if Khabib if they were supposed to fight once, and then Khabib got hurt, or if he couldn't make weight, I, I would have watched it and been like, oh, well, you know, I, w- I would like to have seen how that yeah. fight would have come out. But the fact that it happened twice. I'm sorry. I, just out of default, I have to give it to Ferguson. I, I have to. I have to. I have to move there. him. I have to move him ahead of the line as well, far have to as make the uncrowned a, king. A better 155 pound fighter because he was there as a 155 pound fighter. Ready to if fight. You, if you can't, you know what I mean. Like yeah. if if you're a dog in a 155 pound race and you can't run, then you're not a very good 155 yeah. pound dog. I'll give you the number two spot still, but like, you're definitely I mean, out of credibility. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, the credibility exactly. Yeah, he's definitely. Um, but I'm not going to give you that. Yeah, exactly. Want to tarnish the guy's oh, legacy? Hundred percent. Lazy dog. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not going to give you just at a default. I'm not going to give you that number one spot. I think that's more than fair. That's that's fair. The only the only counter is that he's undefeated. So if, yeah, if the only defeat is is the fact that he couldn't couldn't you know make it or couldn't you know that's a uh, maybe there there might be an argument that we're being a little harsh on him, but. Maybe. The only thing is, is that when when they when we're when the argument was going to be settled, that's when Khabib didn't show up. So that I think is the rice kernel that might tip the scale. I got you. So I'm kind of possibly like, man, but yeah. So oh, either fight, e- yeah, for sure. Either fight, I'd be excited about Ferguson or Kevin Lee against Connor. But um, I do think Connor has a tougher time against Ferguson. I agree. I, I, I think Ferguson's is like range and just how crafty he is. I think he's going to catch Connor and really make it an ugly fight. I think he's a more dangerous Nate Diaz. With all, all the problems that Nate Diaz brings to Connor, I think Ferguson brings pl- and then some. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good matchup for him at all. <laughs> I agree, man. If, I'm I mean, Connor, if you're listening, bro, I mean, do your thing, man. Fight whoever you want, but yeah. not him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, it's going to be crazy. Bad matchup. Bad matchup, but yeah, I mean, Kevin I, Lee, man. I okay. So just to break down the fight, um, I think Kevin Lee. I like Kevin Lee's chances, and I only say that because uh, Kevin Lee. He seems to be a really solid boxer. Like his 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 close uh, combat um, style, as far as like boxing, and he's able to he's able to really kind of you know like keep it really close to the pocket, and like um and come up with those those short shots. He generates a lot of power in those in those in those exchanges. And that was one thing that that Lando guy that took um, that fought Tony Ferguson last minute, mm-hmm. back when it was supposed to be Khabib, uh, he had a lot of success in too. Was like those like close quarters kind of bombs, you know what I mean? And yeah. he almost put away Ferguson a couple he times. He did, dude. That's he almost put him away a couple times. So I kind of like, and then you know, in my opinion, Kevin Lee is a little bit a, a bigger version of that guy. Yeah, a little bit better too. More athletic, more athletic, better wrestling, more, more spring, and more. Or excuse me, uh, more, more. I think more snap in his punches. I can see that. Say. He doesn't have much head movement, from what just from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Ferguson's gonna have he's gonna have the advantage there because Ferguson punches you in really auto, un, 
really awkward angles. Yeah. And you can see that whenever he punches, because he doesn't punch like a traditional fighter. Sometimes he punches from the hip, and it doesn't look like when you see it when you see him strike it doesn't look like he's doing the correct form that what your eyes are used to seeing mm-hmm. but you see it working so it's kind of like a mind fuck where you're like how did he punch him like right there and it looks sloppy but he's huh. punching him though like yeah. he's landing the punch his he, head's rocking yeah like dude he caught uh Rafael dos Anjos a couple times with those kind of shots yeah where like Rafael dos Anjos head was just like sh- fucking whiplashing back and you see Ferguson like standing square, throwing as he's like moving to the left. You know, it's like a really weird angle. I don't know. I mean, I, I do. I think that uh, that Ferguson being is a little bit more susceptible, uh, just based on like the last couple of fights that I've seen him do. He didn't. Uh-huh. He almost he almost got ended by that virtual no name that taking on the fight on like two day notice. So. Uh, I do think that, that that there are certain holes in his game, per se. Uh, but he's just... In all of those times that he gets rocked, he nobody's put him out. Never been knocked out, right? I believe. He's never, never been knocked out. Uh, I believe I, I heard that on his... Somebody said that today. He's never been knocked out. But uh, he, he is a little bit more susceptible to damage. Uh, it's just kind of... To me, whether or not Kevin Lee can do enough damage when he has him rocked to finish it. With, mm-hmm. Where nobody else has really finished him. Yeah. So, I think with being so aware of what's on the line, uh, which is that fight with Connor, uh, I, I don't know. I just and I, I think Kevin Lee has a little bit more of that like in self belief, self determination, like visualization kind of thing. Like I think he envisions that fight with Connor so bad, and he's almost been like working his way up to that first. I just think he he is inevitably going to fight Connor, and there's a I, I think he's going to do it. Uh, whether or not it's like the UFC pulling a fucking decision out of their hat, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like maybe it's a really close fight, or fucking uh, Ferguson is is winning by a small margin. I, mm-hmm. I could still see them robbing it, robbing him, and giving the the outcome to uh, to Kevin Lee. I could see that. There, do you think that's going to happen? Oh yeah, I absolutely do. Like that's that's actually my prediction. That spoiler. Uh, that is my actual prediction for the fight will be uh, a fucking war uh, but Kevin Lee wins by maybe a controversial uh, hmm. decision um, they yeah what's his name he has it happen to him all the fucking time um, the guy that beat Cerrone uh, somewhat recently the Masvidal Masvidal, Masvidal, Masvidal always gets fucked in decisions yeah. so uh, yeah if, if Ferguson doesn't finish Lee I think he gets fucked mm-hmm. damn I mean, that would be fuck. That'd be crazy just to get the money fight. Just to get that money fight against McGregor, because that's the the to me the best fight that they can make in the UFC coming up is Kevin Lee versus fucking Conor McGregor, and that's Kevin Lee's done. And it's weird though that it happens so fast, but Kevin Lee, in my opinion, is like the the best marketing guy to 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 go to to quote unquote dance with Conor McGregor in that that fight lead up to sell the fight. And that's what the UFC wants: is can they can they sell this fight, and can the fighters sell it? So uh, I, I think, I mean, besides that, the only thing else that makes makes more of a draw would be I think GSP and Connor. I mean, Connor's obviously the biggest draw. So who does he fight? Who does Connor fight next? It'd be, it's either the winner of this fight, and I, to me, the the bigger draw is Kevin Lee, or then who else? I mean, I mean, there's there's really just. 
I mean, uh, Nate Diaz would be a fight, but Nate Diaz, yeah, you can fight Nate Diaz. You Nate, can Nate always Diaz end up fighting uh, Max Holloway if you ever want to do that again. Going, yeah. Um, people were talking about Connor going back to boxing, fighting Polly Polly Maginotti. Um, that would just be kind that. of frustrating, almost, wouldn't it? A little bit, but the money's there. The mm-hmm. money's there. I mean, who? Everyone's gonna tune in. Everybody would tune in, and mm-hmm. I. Oh man, that'd be fun to watch. Hopefully, Connor knocks him out. But uh, yeah, I would watch. But still, I don't know, man. God damn, Connor, get back to the fucking knocking people out with four ounce gloves. Yeah, you know, get back to being you. Yeah. But I don't like this whole like, oh, well, he's not a boxer, so I mean, he's still mm-hmm. lost. You know, fuck, yeah. get out of that sport. Play your sport. Dude, if he goes out there and knocks out Polly Maginotti, that would be crazy. It would be crazy, man. That's what I'd be rooting for if it yeah, happened. I'd, for sure. I'd immediately change my team. I do like Connor's chances in that fight. Polly's not the same fighter as oh, Floyd. Yeah, I got, I got but, Connor all day. For sure. But uh, right. so, uh, final prediction on the uh, main event? Yeah, that's. I, I'm going to go Kevin Lee Kevin by Lee controversial. controversial I'm putting it all on double zero. Damn. Yeah, controversially. So, I think that Ferguson wins the fight. Kevin Lee controversially steals the decision. Boom. Okay. In a close fight. Close, close fight, for sure. Uh, so, my prediction then. I see... This I see Tony Ferguson. It's a tough one. It's a hard one to fucking call. I see Tony Ferguson winning uh, by some sort of late stoppage. I think he's going to end up hurting Kevin Lee and... I'm not saying Kevin Lee doesn't want it just as bad, but I just think his inexperience in the later rounds, in that never, fifth yeah, round, never been in those. You know, I, I think that's gonna because one thing, uh, one thing that Kevin Lee said jokingly was, um, which he's so fucking witty, so it's really clever. He um, he said, he's I don't care if you have good cardio. I don't care if Tony Ferguson is known for his cardio. Good. That just means you can take a longer ass whooping. Yeah. Which I thought was really funny, you know. He but, said he wants him to go fire so he can showcase all of his talents. Yeah, I'm like, right. wow. That's, that's incredible. I just don't know if Kevin Lee really understands that yet. Like, what it's going to take to be in this fourth and fifth round and, like, being hurt and tired, borderline nervous. What if he just know. goes out there and tunes him up for five? Like, all five? Because that's what he says he's going to do. And he's seen... Gonna fucking blow my mind. <laughs> I don't know I if mean, he can. Because he seems. I, to I don't see that coming. But that I mean, like, if it happens, then dude. In his interview, in his interview today, he kind of convinced me a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Like I know I said Tony's gonna win and then he's gonna steal the decision, but I mean this inter- he this guy believes very much that he's gonna go out there, and that it's uh, what he calls the '90s baby's time. And that nobody believed in Cody Garbrandt. Look what he did to that older generation. You know, fucking. You know, he's just he rattled off a couple of good examples of, of up and coming guys that are just like taking over. And it's like it's our time. And and he goes, I'm gonna be that '90s baby in the 155 division, showing these guys that it's our time. And I was like, fuck, dude. Nice. So I'm. And he says he's gonna switch up his style every single round and beat his ass in a different way. Damn. Well, we'll see, man. Oh man. It's gonna be a good fight. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Well, my official pick, Tony Ferguson, a late stoppage. I just think it's gonna be a little bit too much for Kevin Lee to keep up, and then I think Tony's gonna find a, he's gonna find a way to take him out. But yeah, for sure, man. Fucking a, dude. Fucking a, rocked it we, out. We right, shall listeners. see. Yeah, we will see. Um, all right, listeners, stay tuned. Uh, next week we're gonna have a guest come on. I don't know who yet, but I have a couple people in the works. Um, last week I do apologize. Um, I had some friends coming in for a podcast, but 
they ended up uh, not being able to make it last second. Something something came up. Uh, so, I, but my mistake was I didn't have like a plan B. I I was banking on the fact that they were going to be here and be able to make it. Yeah. So if you're uh, listening, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just like, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, not so name yeah, names. Right. So now just I want to. I just want to have multiple options. So um, thanks again, everybody. It's, as most people say, it's good to have a plan B on hand. It's true. It's very true. Good night, everyone. Good night.